0: This is Take Action q and I'm your host, Ry Taylor, and we are going to have a blast exploring creativity, leveraging passion, and changing the world, all in 10 minutes or less. So let's get started with some amazing experts and actionable steps in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, take action, tribe. One of the biggest challenges today is getting noticed without looking like a glory hound. In a world that is full of gurus in every subject under the sun, how do you gain the experience you need? And more importantly, how do you promote yourself as a credible source of expertise? Fortunately, we have Dan Schwabel on the show. Dan is the managing partner of Millennial Branding, a Gen Y research and consulting firm. He is a New York Times and Wall Street Journal best-selling author of Promote Yourself the new rules for career success and the number one international best-selling book me 2.0 four steps to building your future he accomplished all of this before he was even 30 dan it's great to have you on the show today
1: hey really happy to be here thanks for having me on
0: well i've been looking forward to our conversation a while i know that you're going to have a great answer for us and we've got a big question for you so i need to know are you ready to take action with Q&A?
1: I'm pumped. Let's all do
0: it. All right, let's do this. This one comes from Jamie. She wrote this to me, and she has a big question. And I have a feeling that a lot of recent graduates or people a few years out of school have the same exact question. So I think this will this will apply to a lot of people out there. It says this. Hi, Ry, this is Jamie, and I've been out of school for a few years and seem to be a ship without a rudder. I have uh, worked hard, and I got a 4.0 in school, but everything else is where I really shine. I was part of an awesome startup, learned a lot, but it's now defunct. I networked well, coffee with CEOs, etc., and connected with a lot of the right people. But now that I'm out of school, that seems to have all changed. I have a boss that sees my potential and says I'm being groomed for the managerial track, but right now I'm doing stuff that isn't even close to my passion, gifting, or strengths. I work insane hours, 11 hours a day easily, and really don't have time for a side hustle. I've been approached by other startups, but they don't have a salary in the short term. Do I jump ship and go into uncharted territory or stick it out and wait to be promoted?
1: Wow, there's a lot going on here. Uh, (laughs) You know, I mean, I can relate because I had a full-time job at a Fortune 200 company while sacrificing nights and weekends to kind of build my startup. You know, I think you got to get you got to you got to prioritize what's most important to you, right? So you know, um, you know, getting ahead in your current company, you know, going back to the startup world, you got to weigh everything. What are the pros and cons? Where are you in your life? That's another factor. You know, you're gonna get married, have kids. Uh, Do you like where you're living now? Um, There's a lot of things you have to weigh. So I would weigh them all. And so, for instance, if you want to start another company again, then uh, you know, your goal is not really to get promoted at work. Your goal is to kind of, you know, not, you know, not uh, get too much visibility in the workplace because because you're basically, you know, mentally working on the startup outside. And so, the, the higher up you go, the less time you're going to have to work on the startup outside of work. Um, and if and if your current position where you are right now is making you way too busy to work on the startup. Then you might want to switch jobs or do freelancing as a way to supplement the income and invest back in the startup. Um, the other thing is, if you want to, you know, just, you know, go for this promotion at work, then it's much better to just 100% focus on that, and then and you know do less out of work and just just you know work overtime, work on weekends, whatever you have to do in order to put in your time and add enough value so that they want to promote you. Interesting. Well, let
0: me ask about this specific circumstance, because it looks like she's exhausting herself at least Monday through Friday at 11 hours a day. If she does plan on doing a side hustle or at least being a part of a uh, startup, what does she need to do? Um, what does she need to do to start connecting again? Because it looks like she was awesome at it in college or he I'm not sure. Jamie it could go either way. But it looks like they were awesome it in college, but now it seems like they've just completely, uh, completely stopped the the side hustles, networking, everything. What does she need to do to start that off again?
1: Yeah, I mean, your current position doesn't really enable you to have that side hustle because you're already too burned out. You're putting in so many hours for your day job. Um, so unless, I mean, maybe if you can sacrifice, uh, you know, weekends you know, if you can't do that, then you've know, you got to find another day job or do freelance work. So it's either find a day job that's less stressful, even if you're making less money, or do freelance work, and then as your startup is, is growing, you know, start firing clients or doing less freelance work, and then focusing more on the startup. So, so really the whole thing from the higher level is you know, getting enough income while not having to work too hard. And then as you're, you can invest more and more time and money into your startup, fire more and more clients or, or get into an easier position from an income standpoint because your, your income is going to change over.
0: Hmm. Makes sense. So it looks like she may be in the wrong position uh, for what she wants to accomplish. Well. Let me ask as far as the, uh, the debt that she might have accrued. Now, she doesn't talk anything about debt, but I know a lot of students that are a few years out, they still have major student loans to worry about. What is she going to have to do with that? I mean, can she put it on hold? How do, how do you think she should approach those, those student loans if she has any?
1: I mean, my thing is you pay them off as soon as possible mm-hmm. because of the interest. So to pay them off as soon as possible... You know, it is about this. Is why you can't just quit your job and, and start a company because you have to worry. And this is the sad part about, um, you know, ent- you know the economy and what people are doing and, and being able to grow businesses now is that the student loan debt is one point two trillion dollars in America, and the average student graduates from, with thirty eight to fifty five thousand dollars of student loan debt. So you need—that's why you need to have multiple incomes. I think everyone in general should have multiple streams of uh, revenue, just in case something fails. It's like the stock market. If all you do is buy one type of stock and it goes down, you're in trouble. But if you're diversified, you're fine. It's the same thing with you and your personal brand, your own career. Uh, you as a business, as a person—that's uh, how you have to start thinking. So you know you always have to have that income coming in. Think about how much your student loans are, how much you have to pay per month. And then, and you know, your living expenses, maybe you have to move home with your parents. You know, f- trying lower expenses as much as possible. And then, you know, pull in, pull in income based on what you have to pay off.
0: Okay, this is a major mind shift for a lot of people out there, I'm sure. So how are they supposed to get these, these multiple streams of income list? Let's, let's take Jamie, for example. Okay, she's obviously working way too many hours to actually do something on the side, unless it's the weekends. But let's, let's say she has the weekends here. What does she need to do to start that, that, uh, that passive stream of income or that freelance income uh, if she doesn't really have the experience that uh, many young, young people don't have yet? I mean, what does she need to be doing to uh, make herself an expert in another field, basically?
1: You know anyone could be an expert. You just have to learn as much as possible, right? So, for me, it was about reading everything that had to do with you know my industry, my profession, uh, through you know websites, magazines, books, everything. Uh, taking classes, you know, work even even if you have to do one project for free, uh, you just you just have to do it. Do a, do a project for your parents or for you know some part someone in your family or your friend or yourself, you know, if you're, if you're a website developer, create a website for yourself and then leverage that. So that's, that's what you really need to do is you need to either do it for yourself or do it for someone else, leverage that for experience and then start, and start selling around it.
0: Gotcha. Well, where do testimonials come into this? Do you think that it is necessary to have testimonials in our day and age online or offline, or is it, is it something that she doesn't need to worry about?
1: I mean, testimonials rules the world in my opinion. Hmm. The whole idea is, is that you're trying to lower risk. It's, every aspect of your career is about lowering risk. If you're good at lowering risk, you'll be very successful, right? It's like if you want to you know, sell the movie rights to a, a book that's already sold 30 million copies worldwide, it's easier to do that than something that no one's heard of before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a way of lowering risk is you're, you're taking on something that's already successful and that's a random example but for you it's like I've already done this before it's increased this company's revenue by 30% like met, really measuring what you're trying to do is important. Testimonials are key. What you say about yourself is great but what other people say about you especially if they're respected by your potential uh, hiring managers or potential clients is going to be much more impactful. Um, and that's really powerful. So everything, if you look at my website, I have an insane amount of endorsements. My whole profile is built on endorsements. My, uh, about page is built on, everything is endorsements because if you don't know me, you might know one of these other people and through that, the association, you'll probably trust me more and I'll get opportunities.
0: Well, there's no doubt about that. You know, when I was doing research on you as an individual, your Ford by Marcus Buckingham for your book, Promote Yourself, gave you instant credibility in my mind because of the respect that I have for him and his work. So it's amazing what a testimonial can do. It really is. Well, Dan, awesome information. Thank you so much for giving this type of advice to Jamie. It's clearly advice that she or he needs to take and needs to take quickly. And thanks for just giving us all actionable advice that can help us achieve the next goal in our lives.
1: Thank you. No, it's been a pleasure. It's a really good question.
0: If you want to find out more about Dan and his resources, you can check out all the resources and links mentioned on the show notes or go directly to Dan's site at Danschwabel.com. Until next time, guys, this is Rye Taylor, and now it's your turn to take action.